Good evening, everyone. Or whatever time it is where you are. I don't know what the time is. I don't know what the time zone is. I don't know what time is right now where I am right now. I'm in the UK, if that helps. Today, we're going to be talking about feminism. So as a pre-warning, I'm going to put out a few trigger warnings. We will be talking about sexual assault today because it is, I feel like it's quite important to mention. So if that is quite sensitive to you, please don't hesitate to skip over this podcast. It can be quite triggering to certain people. Again, Trigger warning, mentional sexual assault. Anyway, the topic at hand today is feminism, modern day feminism. I want to keep this brief as I have a limited amount of time. It's very late and I don't want to keep anyone awake. So I have a few statistics ready. Feminism in the modern day society, meaning today specifically the UK, because I am from the UK, and we'll be comparing it to somewhere like Bangladesh, which is a more developing nation is very very different to those in developing nations in developing nations there is not legislative equality between men and women there are actual laws in place holding people back such as rape laws or marriage laws you know in bangladesh uh, a woman can get married against a man uh, sorry a woman can get married with to a man against their own will sometimes and it's technically illegal, but courts allow it through a few loopholes, and those loopholes are very damaging and clearly not equality, which is the reasoning behind feminism in so many nations like Bangladesh. If we take a look at the UK, though, legislatively and judiciously, there is equality between men and women. You don't have that same level of law preventing people from being equal. Instead, you have societal hierarchies and societal rules i guess that prevent equality that we need to address in the uk 20 percent of women and four percent of men have experienced some type of sexual assault since the age of 16 and that's equivalent to about 3.4 million women and 631,000 male victims that's from the crime statistics for the uk which is an official government organization so it's pretty reliable i don't care what you think about government statistically they're pretty good at what they do 3.1% of women and 0.8% of men aged 16 to 59 had experienced a sexual assault in the last year. From these statistics, we can tell a few things. First of all, that women are disproportionately affected by sexual assault than men are. There's no mention of who's committing what. Let's forget about that for a second. Instead, we have some clear numbers suggesting that a lot more women are being blatantly sexually assaulted than men are. Sexual assault could mean many things. It could mean straight up rape or uh, or just, you know, groping, catcalling. It's a lot of things. Any form of violence towards a woman that is sexual in nature, sexual assault. Some may say that these statistics are so disproportionate because men are less likely to report those statistics. However, 15% of those who experience sexual violence report to the police meaning that there's 85% of people affecting both women and men that don't report to the police. That means that even if we factor in those men who don't tell the police, we have to factor in the people, the, the women who don't tell the police. And that still leaves a massive disproportionate gap. There is something inequality here, you know, something unequal. 90% of those who are raped know the perpetrator prior to the offence, and a third of people believe women who flirt are partially responsible for being raped. Do we really need to talk about consent at our big age, you know? It's very, very clear. 
If the person says yes, it means yes, unless they are in some way inhibited, you know, they might be drunk, in which case they aren't the same person they would be as they would be sober. Anyone who's been ever so slightly tipsy knows this for a fact. It's not difficult to understand. And even if you are drunk and sexually assault a person, that doesn't automatically mean that you are innocent. It means that you were still drunk, right? You might have been inhibited in some way or form, but you still did the crime. And if you do a crime, you need to be punished for it. There is no excusing it. You can, you might be lucky enough to get a lesser sentence, but the fact that it happened at all is a, quite a bit of a travesty and a bit telling of the character. Of course, there are certain cases where both parties may be drunk, so both parties can't really consent, and that becomes very complicated in court. But court matters are a talk for a different time. The fact that people think that certain people are asking for being sexually assaulted is quite awful for both genders. Consent is something so, so written into our minds, well, it should be written to our minds, that it shouldn't be a question of, oh, but that person was dressed up in a certain way, oh, but that person was looking at me in a certain way, oh, but we were flirting. If there is no clear consent, there is no consent at all. Now... Sexual assault isn't the only crime against women in other parts of the world, not the UK really anymore these days. There is something called femicide. Femicide meaning the killing of a woman for something that may be perceived as specific to the woman. It might be domestic abuse. I know in Puerto Rico they have an epidemic of femicide because in Puerto Rico housewives are very, very likely to be abused domestically they have a staggering rate of domestic abuse in Puerto Rico in Bangladesh uh, India and Pakistan there's a big big problem of rape gang rape even and bridal killings more often in the more Middle Eastern parts of the country bridal killings are just terrible as well you know dishonor killings as well honor killings are something that leak into the western world too so we can't ever faint ignorance of those existing they exist in the West. When someone is killed over something that they did, due to them being a certain gender and therefore not being allowed to do what they did, there is a clear gap between what each gender has as rights. Rights aren't just something written into law or constitutions. Rights are something universal and unspoken. They are part of the social hierarchies. Everyone has unspoken rights, you know. When I go outside, I don't immediately punch the person in front of me. If it was legal for me to beat someone up, I still wouldn't do it because it's not right to do. It's a bit of moral compassing, you know, a bit of logical goodness. Just because something isn't illegal doesn't mean that you can do it. You Sure, you can legally do it, but you're a dickhead for doing it, you know. If we need laws to do these things or to make these things not happen, it simply means there are people who are only being held back by the law. Again, another reason for why feminism exists. Now, I'm again conscious of the time, so let's tackle the counter-argument to feminism. But what about men? I love these what-about arguments because they're all so universally weak that you can just disassemble them in a few short words. Saying, but what about men who get sexually assaulted? Or what about men who are exposed to abuse is about as productive as saying, but what about white people when there's a protest about a killing of a poor man in some other part of the country or what about all lives matter when a black person is killed for being the skin color 
yeah, those things are true. All lives do matter. Men do get assaulted. I just quoted the statistics suggesting that men do get assaulted quite a lot. But when the conversation is about a specific thing, generally speaking, logical people don't bring up a completely separate thing, a completely separate issue. We're not talking about sexual assault in general. That's a very, very big topic for a different time. We're talking about violence towards women, specifically women. So bringing up the all men matter argument is about as productive as saying that, oh, but what about my house when someone else's house burns down and your house burned down maybe 20 years ago? Yeah, your house burnt down, but you're currently living in a good house right now and that person's house is burning down at the very moment. So maybe we send the fire engines to the house that's burning down and then come back to you later to refit your smoke alarms or something. It's such a confusing argument to make. I think people have been antagonised too much and I apologise if I may be coming across as antagonising. I don't want to antagonise anyone because that causes these arguments to be bred. What happens is that you have extremes on both sides of the arguments attacking each other and then their opinions are voiced by the other opinions by echo chambers online or in person. And those echo chambers breed this false idea that all of these people are like this, you know. All feminists are men-hating misandrists, or all men are women-hating misogynists. Both are clearly not true. Good people exist on all sides. It's a minority of bad people who are very, very loud that do the most shit-talking. It's like a very loud bird in the morning, you know. You are woken up by this loud bird. You look outside, it's just some tiny blue jay. But... It's so loud, it's had a noticeable effect, but there's no actual danger present. Using the all lives matter counter argument, or the all lives, all males matter, whatever argument, is not the way to argue about feminism. There are very real concerns about where facts are true and where facts are falsified or manipulated, such as in the pay gap. It's suggested that women earn less than men per dollar made by a man, but there are arguments suggesting that this may not be entirely true because women are much likelier to take maternity leave in which you get a slightly higher amount of money than you would in sick pay, which is logical since you're not actually working but you're earning enough money to sustain a family, hence the pay gap. But again, you may be, you may be of the opinion that people should earn equal amounts of money regardless. It depends on whatever you think. But labelling people and entire groups as one way because of the actions of a minority is not productive anyway at all. Now that that's out of the way, what can we do in the future? Well, to tackle these issues, we've got to do what we've been doing for centuries. Listening to women, listening to men, and coming to a conclusion that benefits all. We've had feminists for centuries. It's nothing new. Having rights movements is not limited to even just two centuries ago. It's existed since the year 500, since 0 AD. People have been striving for more rights since their very existence and since the very start of civilization. As hierarchical creatures, there's always going to be people at the bottom, but we should always be striving to become non-hierarchical. We should be striving to become to such a place where we have people in power and their responsibility is to make sure that everybody is equal. Even the people in power are equal with the people. It should never be a state where you have one person who is underhuman, who is below the rights of another person. That isn't democracy, that isn't freedom, that isn't liberty. Whatever buzzwords you want to use, it isn't, it isn't that. Regardless of your political belief, this is not a political issue. This is a societal issue. And if you care about your fellow human beings, then you should look towards feminism as a good thing. You should work with feminists 
and women just listen to them for a bit you'd be surprised as to how many opinions and stories they have some of which are very heartbreaking I personally know a lot of friends who have experienced sexual violence whilst I myself have not people don't listen to other people enough and listening to other people is enough to really sway your opinion on things it's enough to open your eyes to a whole world of issues that you never knew existed men may say this doesn't happen because they don't see it of course you don't see it you're not a woman and to the men who do get sexually assaulted they may experience women saying the very same thing to them oh but I've never seen a man get sexually assaulted of course you haven't you're not a man listening to victims and listening to spokespeople and amplifying their voices is so so important in a progressive world don't allow the media don't allow social media to fool you into thinking that these people are just people looking for attention or more rights or greedy they're simply people who see an issue and are trying to tackle the issue we are all human beings we all want the best for ourselves and we should also look for the best towards other people as well everyone in your community treat them as your own family and if you don't like your family treat them as a guest we like to treat guests well that is the good thing to do morally with that said i'm going to come to a close here now because my grandma needs sleep and i need to reply to the stockpile of dms that i haven't been replying to so thank you guys for listening oh no promises to regular uploads this lockdown is just unproductive until then see you guys next time thank you very much and have a lovely day bye bye